0: That's Marketplace.Walmart.com slash savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a podcast by Practical E-Commerce.
1: Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. My name is Kerry Murdoch. Selling on Amazon's Marketplace can be challenging. There are, to be sure, millions of prospective customers, But there are also many competitors selling there, often at prices that are difficult to match or compete with. Our guest today, James Thompson, is a former senior Amazon executive who now counsels merchants on how best to use that platform. Well, James, thank you for your time today. Thanks for having me, Kerry. I'm
0: delighted to have an opportunity to chat with your readership.
1: James, we're here to discuss uh, selling on Amazon. E-commerce merchants that sell on Amazon. Mm-hmm. You you have a connection with Amazon, and I wonder if you could tell us uh, tell us your experience with that company. Sure.
0: Thanks, Kerry. I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to work at Amazon for just under six years primarily on the third-party side, working with sellers that were choosing to use Amazon as one of their distribution channels. Uh, I got to work in a number of capacities, both managing one of the categories uh, all the way through actually managing Amazon services, which is the platform through which most sellers choose to make their introduction to Amazon and sign up and create themselves an account. Since I left Amazon uh, about two years ago, I have worked with a number of Amazon clients, both sellers and large brands, helping them figure out what is their Amazon strategy and what is the best way to grow and thrive on the Amazon marketplace. We'll talk a little bit later about some of the ins and outs and challenges of working with Amazon, but let's just say in summary that there's a lot of opportunity to make a good business on Amazon. But there's also a lot of landmines that need to be managed, and I'm looking forward to talking more about some of those landmines and, and how we get around those to build strong, successful businesses.
1: Sounds terrific. Uh, our audience, James, as you know, our audience is mostly pure play, if we could use that term, pure yes, play yeah. e-commerce merchants that have their own websites. Uh, many of them use hosted e-commerce platforms. yes. Yeah and for many of them, selling on Amazon is a secondary channel, an additional uh, channel mm-hmm. for them. Uh, mm-hmm. Is is Amazon for everyone? Should every e-commerce merchant, regardless of what she sells, should every e-commerce merchant uh, uh, plan on selling on Amazon's marketplace if they don't already? Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I think of the world divided in two different ways. There are folks who are straight-up resellers, and then there are, folks who have their own brands. And I think we need to look at the world uh, according to those two groups to figure out where Amazon plays into distribution strategy. Let me start by giving you just a sense of how big Amazon is today. Amazon is, represents uh, a marketplace that is bigger than the next 12 online marketplaces combined. And you've got more consumers today starting their product search on Amazon than they do on Google. So for the the pure play e-commerce company that is selling product today, uh, whether that's reselling another brand or selling their own brands, Amazon is a big, big player in the midst of all this. And to the extent that a pure play site is looking to figure out how to attract more customers to its own site, uh, there is always that... Uh, challenge of, well, how many of those customers are going to start on Amazon anyways and may never find my site where I'm trying to sell my products. So for better or for worse, you've got this huge marketplace where you've got uh, 160, 170 million customers actively shopping. You've got 300 million plus listings on the site. Whether your listing That is to say, whether you the pure-play seller, whether you have your products already on Amazon, your competitors likely have their products on Amazon. And so for the customer that comes to Amazon looking for XYZ widget and doesn't necessarily find your product, they're going to find your competitors' widgets, and they're going to buy your competitors' widgets. So you have that challenge of how do you differentiate the experience that you can offer on your own website when your competitors are going to be using the Amazon Marketplace to create awareness and to create sales for their products. There are some products that are not allowed on Amazon. There are some products that are difficult to sell on Amazon. But whether you sell to consumers or you sell to businesses, Amazon is, is the place for companies to congregate and at least create awareness of their products, even if they're only advertising. They may not be selling, but at least they're advertising on Amazon So that for all those consumers that are shopping for products like the ones you carry on your PurePlay site, there's at least exposure to those products on Amazon. Now let's talk a little bit about um, the two different types of of sellers that, that I mentioned up front. If you're a pure reseller today, you're selling someone else's brands, the chances are unless you've got an exclusive on those brands, those brands are already showing up on Amazon. And for all the consumers that start their product search on Amazon, it's gonna be hard for you to pull customers away from Amazon to your own site to get them to shop first on Amazon. So for a pure reseller, it's very, very difficult and will continue to get more difficult to be reselling product um, without having some sort of Amazon distribution. Now, if you're selling your own brand, and you choose to do that through your own website, um, you, you, I mean, you can continue to do that, but keep in mind that your competitors with similar products are likely putting their products on Amazon. And so you're going to have to do a lot of work to pull uh, to pull product searches away from Amazon and move them towards Google so that your products have visibility and your, your PurePlay website has visibility. I, I'm not here to say rah, 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 go Amazon, everybody should have an Amazon account, but rather I think about what what the situation is today, at least in the U.S., it's very difficult to ignore Amazon and to say, I'm going to pretend that it doesn't exist. You may have a very good customer base today that you've been able to build up through social media or through some other mechanism, and I think that's great. And to the extent that you can get customers to buy product on your website, by all means continue to do that. For a lot of sellers who have pure play accounts, they look at Amazon as a way to sell stale or excess inventory, and, and that's, that's a fantastic way to incorporate Amazon into your overall distribution model. At the point where you start to sell product that are your hero products on your own private label, um, it, it's sort of a double-edged sword. On the one hand, you get to a situation where if Amazon's carrying your hero products, they're likely going to spend more money and have bigger clout to get the uh, SEO and the pay-per-click visibility. And you're not going to be able to compete with Amazon. You're actually going to be competing against Amazon to sell your own products when Amazon is likely going to win out because it's already got huge customer velocity. And as I say, it's got much higher ability to spend and in fact outspend you on your own keywords for your own product.
1: Some of the some of the most successful merchants we know of mm-hmm. sell custom products of different, of different sorts,, yep. such yep. as you know they'll engrave a name on a shirt or yep. something like that. <laughs> Do you ever see that happening on Amazon's marketplace that you ever see anything like that being being allowed or any sort of interface that would allow customized products on the marketplace?
0: Amazon's not good at this today, uh, primarily because the whole philosophy of managing Amazon's catalog is based off of unique UPCs for unique products. Mm-hmm. The moment you start customizing items, you're not going to create a custom UPC for a custom T-shirt that says "Carrie's, carries Lunch Bag." You're just not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I know that I know that. Custom products, certainly there's a marketplace there, and to the extent that Amazon figures out technologically how to handle that, I I certainly think that that that's an area they will move into. I know that they've recently started adding uh, different types of handmade products, so products that, for example, an Etsy customer might otherwise be interested in now. I'm sorry, I said uh, Etsy customer, I meant Etsy seller might otherwise be interested in listing also on Amazon. So that, that concept of the UPC being unique and required, Amazon's definitely looking at ways to, to address um, some of the technical limitations. That being said, custom products, um, while a pure play site might be able to create those and ship them to customers fairly quickly, Amazon's marketplaces has, has succeeded primarily because of the advancement of the Fulfillment by Amazon, the FBA program. And it's going to be difficult to have custom products in FBA today, so even though you may have a custom product, or at least the ability to customize a product uh, at some point in the future on Amazon, they're also going to have to figure out how do we create that customization and still bundle that with the FBA shipping experience. So I I suspect we're at least a few, few years away from all of those issues being resolved. But one of the things that I can say about Amazon is you put a technical uh, restriction or limitation in front of them, and they have repeatedly found ways to overcome those limitations and, and build a business. So uh, makes sense. Yeah. to the extent that you can do custom products today, that's great. But, but I don't think that uh, you'll see Amazon remain out of that marketplace forever. They'll just figure out uh, how to overcome it, and they'll figure out how to prioritize it with all their other priorities. And eventually, Amazon will provide custom products. I'm sure of that.
1: One, one criticism of selling on Amazon, we've addressed occasionally on Practical E-Commerce, is that a merchant's long-term success is, is likely tied to its ability to build a brand. So that folks, when they think of a range of products, or think of a product, or think of certain types of curated products, mm-hmm. it's the mm-hmm. merchant's brand that comes to mind. That is long-term success on merchants. It reduces reliance on pay-per-click. It, re- it, just, it reduces the reliance of third parties to generate traffic to a merchant. Yes. So And so the criticism, of course, is that Amazon selling on Amazon and develop a reliance of revenue coming from, from Amazon, it's, it's like, you know, eating your seed your seed corn. It's not doing anything to build your long-term brand. How do you respond to that?
0: So I, I would, I would I certainly understand the perspective that uh, a seller on Amazon is experiencing a situation where every sale is a transactional sale. Every customer to their product actually is not their customer. It remains an Amazon customer. So the channel becomes one where you get sales and you enjoy those sales, but you can't leverage those necessarily for future sales. And Even if you have a successful private label brand that you have built and you do sell on Amazon, uh, the reality is there's 10 more private label brands like that that are going to show up uh, as soon as your product starts to get really good sales. So it, it, it is a challenge, there's no question. and. Thinking that you can use Amazon primarily as a mechanism for creating future customers of your own for your own website, I, I, I don't see a lot of sellers being successful doing that. I do, however, see Amazon as a place where sellers as they continue to grow and the operational complexities that they experience with their own website, as those get more complex, using Amazon as a place to be able to do fulfillment, to be able to do customer service that 's certainly a good thing, and i 've seen sellers scale their businesses to very large sizes in part because they don 't have to do the fulfillment themselves they don 't have to do the customer service themselves. Amazon will handle all of that through the fulfillment by Amazon program.
1: Are you aware of merchants that that depend entirely or are mostly on Amazon that have sold their Amazon presence to another merchant? <laughs>
0: Uh, The short answer is yes. Okay. The long answer is Amazon sellers aren't supposed to sell their accounts, but there are certainly ways to do it. There are companies that are doing it today. Hmm. The, the, The big question here is what is an Amazon seller actually selling to another prospective buyer? If you're a strict reseller and you've got access to a bunch of brands, Unless you've got some sort of exclusive or semi-exclusive relationship with those brands, the the reality is there's 10 other, 20 other, 100 other sellers that are eventually going to get their hands on the same brands and be competing directly against you on Amazon. So are, are you really buying a future cash flow based on your existing Amazon sales? Are you really buying access to brands that nobody else can get their hands on? Those are really tough questions to answer, and if you're thinking about potentially buying an Amazon seller account, uh, these questions have to be answered up front before you spend a a penny or a dollar on any kind of existing Amazon seller business.
1: Your company, Prosper, you you alluded to your company earlier. uh, Mm -hmm. One of your endeavors is uh, the Prosper Show. And you were tackling some of these Amazon questions that we're, that we're discussing here in a conference in February. And I'm wondering if you could describe that conference to us.
0: Sure. So in my time at Amazon, I, I unfortunately saw a lot of Amazon sellers fail. And when I was running Amazon services, we were recruiting over 100,000 sellers a year. And a lot of those sellers would blow themselves up before they got to their first year anniversary. And a lot of the the issues related to those failures were based on either misunderstandings, lack of understanding about how the Amazon marketplace worked. So since leaving Amazon, I've spent the last couple of years looking at how do you create broad-based educational programs that will help a lot of sellers to either make the decision that selling on Amazon is too complicated for them, or yes, they do want to sell on Amazon, and yes, they're prepared to take on the learning necessary to become successful. So this Prosper Show that we're doing in February next year is focused primarily on helping sellers break down their business into each of the major operational processes. So we're talking things like inventory order management, forecasting, pricing, tax collection, feedback, all all these kinds of issues. We break them down one by one. We have the solution provider experts for each of those areas. We've complemented that with 10 former Amazon business leads who will all be there together to help share their insights and their learnings and their guidance so that sellers who want to be selling on Amazon, whether they are today or whether they're planning on or thinking about in the future, they'll be able to understand the full range of issues and methods for tackling each of those major business operations so that they can be intelligent about the way they run their business. Let me let me take, for example, one, one of the common mistakes that sellers make when they're selling on Amazon. That there is often this fascination with let's build our top line sales. I want to grow my business. I want to sell more. I want to sell more. But there isn't a clear understanding of where the profits are coming from. There isn't a clear understanding of when I grow my top line is my bottom line at least following along in terms of growth. So when we look at how to design different types of panels for the Prosper Show, we look at how do we help sellers not only grow, but grow profitably, grow intelligently, and make better decisions about how to invest their time and their money in their online business. So this is a unusual type of conference because it really is a continuing education event. It really is meant to be an event where you roll up your sleeves, you take a lot of notes, you ask a lot of questions in the session and outside the session and you walk away with a much better understanding of what it's going to take to be a successful seller. We've actually also done one one really nifty thing that I'm very, very pleased about. Uh, We put together what's called a starter kit. We got a number of the solution providers who are partnering with us to provide almost $10,000 of free software and solutions for helping sellers to build their business, uh, drive their business forward in the right direction, and be in a better position to be able to scale and potentially outsource some of the nasty, annoying parts of day-to-day operations. So today, if a seller is interested in the Prosper Show and they buy a ticket, they will get these $10,000 of software and solutions included in their ticket. That makes this event one of the most amazing ROIs for any seller today, whether they're doing their own pure play or whether they're already on Amazon.
1: That's terrific. When and and where is the conference?
0: So we're running the event in Salt Lake City at the Salt Palace, which is the convention center in Salt Lake. It will be Monday and Tuesday, February 8th and 9th, 2016 and we are very excited to be in a position to, as I say, bring a number of these former Amazon business leads to the table. Uh, We're also bringing uh, two major, major uh, keynote speakers. We've got uh, Chris Ducker, who is the author of Virtual Freedom, which is a worldwide success story about uh, business outsourcing and helping to streamline one's business. We have John Rossman, who is one of the co-founders of the Amazon Marketplace he will also be keynote speaking. Uh, And we also have Tom Plaster, who was one of the founders of the FBA program on Amazon. So all of these speakers, as well as uh, more than 35 other folks, will be providing their insights, their guidance, and, and their teachings to help sellers create a much better platform for running an efficient and profitable business
1: and that that website is prospershow.com did i say that right prospershow.com Prosper Show.
0: yes okay. thanks Kerry.
1: all right that's that's exciting that's exciting exciting opportunity so we have just another minute or so here james anything mm-hmm. else that we've uh, that we've that we've missed we had a couple of questions we didn't get to but certainly certainly interesting topic anything else
0: Well, I I think the reality is, whether you're a pure-play seller, whether you sell on multiple or even single marketplaces, the reality is Amazon is here to stay, and it's going to continue to grow, and I think it's important for sellers to understand where does Amazon fit into their overall business strategy. They, They may choose to advertise there. They may choose to sell there. They may choose to work with other resellers who sell their brands there, but to ignore it altogether... I think is very very dangerous and so uh, for better or for worse uh, it's important for every online seller to understand where amazon fits into the overall business strategy of that seller if they can make good decisions about where amazon fits in then i think they're in a much better position to identify what their overall strategy is going to be for being a successful seller online
1: okay well for purposes of our listeners we're, we've been <laughs> visiting with james thompson James is the co-founder of Prosper, the Prosper show. He's a former senior executive with Amazon. That's prospershow.com and James Thompson, the co-founder of Prosper Show. We want to thank you for your time today, sir.
0: Thank you very much, Carrie.